I think just the concept of really being able to provide a home for my children by myself without a partner was um, a revelation for me. It was kind of like feeling like I know I have to do it, but I wasn't really sure how I was going to get there. Welcome to the Daisy Camp Podcast. Daisy Camp is a woman's nonprofit resource for education and empowerment before, during, and after her divorce. It's our mission to be that safe place for you to get support and reliable information that you'll need to grow into your ever-expanding life. Hi, this is Emily John with Daisy Camp. Today I'm here with Sarah Hordick Portner. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming by the studio today. And we're just going to talk to Sarah really quickly about her experience with Daisy Camp and also a little bit about your experience um, buying and selling home with Andy and Jennifer and working with Randy in that process as well. Absolutely. So Sarah, give me a little background. Who are you? And <laughs> tell me a little bit about your experience with Daisy Camp. Well, I actually went to Daisy Camp several years ago um, when I started the divorce process. And when I went, it was actually a weekend retreat. So it was okay. definitely out of my comfort zone to do something like that on my own when you're in at a time in your life where you just think things are so volatile, you kind of feel like a failure, you don't really know what's going to happen next. I had been trying to educate myself a little bit about the divorce process, but um, somehow I stumbled onto Daisy Camp and it was fairly close to my house. So I thought, well, let's just check it out and maybe I'll get some more insight. And Mm -hmm. um, there were educational seminars about buying homes and mortgage. And then there were also... um, speakers that would come in and do yoga and wellness and really help ground um, the the daisies is what we would call ourselves. So it really was um, a pretty eye-opening and exciting weekend for me. Um, I have to be honest, though, I was at a point in my life where I was the breadwinner and the career person and had all these goals, and I was surrounded by a lot of women that were stay-at-home moms, even some for a few years, some for up to 20, 25 years. And they were really like, I just don't know what to do. And I was like, balancing a checkbook isn't that hard, you know, and having a budget isn't that hard, but that's what I do for a living too. So I kind of felt like more, a little bit more like an outsider, but Mm -hmm. um, that was just me personally, Mm -hmm. because I kind of had, I think that sort of stability myself and I knew that I could take care of those types of skills. But um, I really met some amazing women that opened up my eyes to other things that I really needed to focus on, like my kids and taking care of myself and and how yeah. to how to do all that. And divorce is not an easy process, whether it's amicable or not. It's still very emotional. It's still very challenging. It's not an easy process to go through. Um, but I really look back on that and met some great people. And that's actually how I met Jennifer and Andy. And then eventually they helped me find my first home by myself. That's amazing. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask then what were your takeaways from that camp? Like what are maybe the two or three things that you remember walking away thinking, oh, this was a revelation or, you know, I really didn't know about this. I think just the concept of really being able to provide a home for my children by myself without a partner Mm, was um, a revelation for me. It was kind of like feeling like I know I have to do it, but I wasn't really sure how I was going to get there because that was at a point in my life where I was just trying to figure out how to be 
or basically become a single parent with my kids part of the time. And you have your kids and then you have a weekend or a day or an evening where you don't have them and you kind of just feel like lost without them. And I know not everybody goes through a divorce, has kids, but there's still um, a lot of different variables and just um, also realizing that it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have Mm -hmm. feelings. And you don't always have to put on the strong face for everybody. Mm -hmm. You really do need to take care of yourself, especially when you're going through that kind of event in your life. Right. Yeah. So then walk me through the process of buying your first home then with Andy and Jennifer. How did that go? Andy and Jennifer are a great team and it actually went really, really well. Um, One of the things that I, advice that I would give to people is you may think that you can afford something bigger than you really can. And the bank oh, may even sure. tell you that you can afford something more than you really can. So really looking at what is realistic, mm-hmm. what you would like and what you can really do are two very different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and going through that process. And it was kind of fun to drive around with my kids and Annie and Jennifer and look at some really great homes on the lake that we knew we'd never get into, but it was just (laughs) kind of fun. But then we really were searching for what is going to work for the three of us. I have two daughters and that was really our focus of something that didn't need a lot of work or a lot Mm. of repairs on my part because being newly divorced with two young children, that really was not something that was going to fit into my life. Mm -hmm. Really needing something that the girls and I could walk into and start creating a new home for us is really what we are focusing on. And it did take a while, um, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely... um, I was just super fortunate that I met them and had a great team that really took care of all of the the paperwork and all of that kind of thing so I could really just focus on this transition with my kids. Oh, sure. And how long ago was that? How long have you been in the house now? So that, I believe, was in 2010. And then actually earlier this year, they also helped me sell that house. Okay. So I decided to downsize. So, of course, then I called them and said, well, the market's hot. I have this mm-hmm. other opportunity what can we do? So, um, and again, they just, they basically do all the work for you. And it was just, just focus on cleaning your house, getting it show ready, taking care of your kids, Mm -hmm. talking through the transition with my family and, and really, so I didn't really have to worry about much except it's pretty emotional. I mean, especially when the first house I ever had was with my now Mm ex-husband. So the house that I was in, in the South Metro was the first house I ever bought on my own. And it was the first house that the girls and I ever had that was really our own. So it was really hard for me to walk away from that emotionally, but yeah, you know, we have great memories and, and you know, life, life changes. We're just in a new phase. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wonderful. And so now are you in your new house and settling in? I'm, I'm renting a smaller house right now. Mm -hmm. Um, because I have one child that's 90% out of the house and one that will be going to college soon. So it's, we're kind of a little bit in limbo. We're settled where we are, but we wanted to leave the door open to the possibility of me being an empty nester pretty soon and yeah. not needing all the space that I had Yeah, when the kids were little and had friends over all the time and things oh, like sure. that. So we're just kind of playing it by ear right now. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, um, is there anything else that came up in the process that, like, were there any... Um, surprises while you definitely. were <laughs> <laughs> definitely and that's why I tell people if the bank says you can afford this 
that's not what you should buy. Buy something a little more realistic, maybe a little bit lower. Make sure that your mortgage and your your bills are manageable because you walk into a house and you're like, oh, this is so great. They have it decorated so nice. Well, then you purchase it mm. and you walk in and there's no shower curtains. There's right. no towel bars. I mean, all that little stuff that you just don't think about is an expense. And mm-hmm. um, I think within a year of purchasing my house, I had to buy a new furnace, oh which gosh. is not a cheap um, yeah. piece of equipment. And then I also had to do some significant um, repairs in with the concrete in my garage. So oh, man. here I thought everything was great. And I finally was able to start the new phase of my life. And then it was, oh, now I have this bill and now I have this bill. So it's just mm-hmm. really, really important to make sure that you can um, set yourself up for success when it comes to owning your own home and supporting your family on your own. And mm-hmm putting money away for yourself too. I always like to tell people like the first deposit out of your paycheck should go into savings, even if it's just 20 or $30 a month, mm-hmm. just start building that for yourself so that you do have an emergency fund someday right. when you need it and, and don't overextend yourself when it comes to something as big as a house uh-huh. because it really is a home for your family. Yeah. Well, and what a wonderful thing to teach your girls too then, right? That I can do this. Right. You can do this right. too. Right. You know? And it's scary. I never did any of the yard work or any of the shoveling. And here I am with this house, with this huge yard. <laughs> right. I bought in the winter. And when the snow melted, I was like, oh my gosh, the yard is about 10 times the size I thought it was. How right. am I going to mow this? I mean, I literally had never mowed the lawn before in my life. And I'm kind of embarrassed yeah. to say that, but I was oh. more like the business person, the office person. Right. I didn't take care of the outside stuff, but it is very empowering when you have something like that that's your own and mm-hmm. you just tell yourself you can do this and mm-hmm. you know shoveling isn't the most fun but I'd get up super early in the morning so I could do that get ready get my kids right. ready for school and just it it eventually became um actually really empowering for me that like I can take care of a house by myself that's amazing Oh, good and, for you. And you're right. It is a really good lesson for your children to be able to show them independence mm-hmm. and make sure that they can learn those kinds of life skills as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you so much for stopping in today, Sarah. Sure. I thanks really for having me. I really appreciate it. This was such a great story to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much for showing up today and investing a little time in yourself. If you found this episode helpful but would like to dive deeper, come over to www.daisycamp.org and check out our community resources. We also have recommended reading and upcoming events both in person in the Minneapolis area and worldwide through our online webinars. Daisy Camp's board, staff, and speakers volunteer their time and are here to help you. Come on over and get involved. We'd love to have you join us. Thanks again and keep listening.